When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we're back. The Flow Wrestling Radio Live podcast on time today. Once again, sorry about those audio issues for the first five minutes. Or so uh, yesterday. You can blame Christian Piles. Mm -hmm. It is his fault, but we're all good today. Still no CP, but Kozak to my left. Ben Askren to my satellite joining from Wisconsin. How's it going, Ben? When's Bader sneaking in today? I don't know. I don't think uh, no Bader show. Yes, Bader show today. It's it's Wednesday, Wednesday, right? He doesn't do it Thursdays, right? Yeah, I think it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so he might sneak in at the end here if we go the full time, which we might All because right. we do have a full show on tap today. We got JD, what are you going to be for Halloween? How about that? Let's skip Ooh, to the you're, end. You're already jumping wow. into space question. I don't know. Do you have any uh, so proposals for me? Too, well, I'm probably too old to you know really celebrate Halloween, but I think you're like prime age. Yeah, like, I, st- no I still yet, uh, enjoy like, yeah. Going out and celebrating Halloween. Then do you do Ozzy that? got a Hulk costume. It's freaking awesome. That is very uh, on brand for him. Do you do like the family themed <laughs> costumes, Ben, or no? Uh, no, I don't. No. I can't put that much effort in towards that. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Let's see. Last year, I think, I, I think Ozzy made my wife be a Transformer last year, and then he was a Transformer. Uh, I'm trying to remember what my girls were. I'm like trying to look at the picture in my head. I can see my wife and Ozzy. Can't remember what the girls were though. Yeah, maybe a cat. I think Andy was a cat. Yeah, I don't we've remember. Done, we've done Frozen. I have three daughters. We've, we've <laughs> How many times have you done Frozen? We've done Frozen a few times. <laughs> Charlotte's here, had one year. Yeah, I hear right. uh, Frozen is very popular amongst yeah your daughter's demographic. Yeah, and they're all like two yeah. and a half years apart, right. so it just keeps like. As soon as one gets like out of it, then the other one gets into it. Yeah. So it's my life. Yeah. I was Chrissy from The Sopranos last year. A little bit different vibe. Yeah, about the yeah. Than uh, than Frozen, but Just a little. I don't know. We I think we will have an episode on Halloween actually this year. So. Ooh, spooky. 
It's going to haunted episode. No, wait. Mon oh, because we're going to Mondays. Uh, dude, I'll be here. I'm not going to be here the second one because I didn't realize you guys. We were starting Mondays so soon. We're starting Mondays next week. I Yeah. Next week? I think Crazy. so. Wow. So I thought we'd at least wait till season started. That's not um, official official yet, but possibly. So we gotta get well, big Chris man. We gotta get big man. Yeah, the skip to approve to approve it. We gotta get him back to work. I don't know what he's even doing right now. Sundays so, are gonna be hard for me. I, w I was I was voting against Sundays actually. Sundays? Did we talk about doing it on Sundays? Oh my, did I say Sunday? I meant Monday. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking because Sunday. <laughs> I was thinking because Sundays are usually so busy for me that you catch up on Monday. Practices, yeah, and I usually catch up on Monday. Mm -hmm. Got to mm -hmm. get tough. Yeah, get tip, stay up late, <laughs> watch all that wrestling. It is uh, sometimes tough for me too, because if we go to an event, like you don't get to watch yeah. anything else, so that's your focus. Mm -hmm. And then I, mm -hmm. as well, will a lot of times catch up on Mondays. But maybe, yeah. maybe I just uh, you know won't sleep on Sundays this year. We'll see. Yeah, what the play? I mean, it, dude, if it sucks, um, we're just gonna have to do an executive order. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, for today's show, we've got some news coming out of Russia. Archvillain Tadiev sounds like he's getting the boot. Archvillain. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh pretty wild, especially considering like they can't go anywhere or do anything. And I, I think maybe that might be part of it. Um, Andrew Spay had a theory yesterday. We were, so how we do you read these articles here, J.D.? Do you actually read them uh, in the Russian or what? I No, I, I use um, technology to translate it to English that use, is widely available. Do you use Chrome? Do you use Google Chrome? I'm on Google Chrome. Yeah, so you can just like you can just right-click and then translate to English. Right click. I also oh, have right a setting. I have a setting, so anytime a web page is in a foreign language, it just auto tr translates mm -hmm. for me. Um, this has been kind of rumored or talked about for the past what week and a half, Kozak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of when this first news came out, but Top Dog Mamishvili uh, is kind of confirming that Tadiev is uh, going to be out. And like I was saying, Andrew Spay had a theory. Uh, in this, how this is, this article was translated, one of the oh. quotes, let me see if I can find it in here. I can't figure out to do this right click thing you're talking about. You, you look at my technological. I was able to figure it out. <laughs> right click. I'm on it. Um, so I'm doing right click and it not give me no damn option to switch to English. I don't know what you guys are talking you about. You don't have to highlight it, anything. Technology versus Ben Askren is Don't a tale of all time I'm not, that will continue on. Not, I, I tried highlighting and I'm not highlighting. And technology's winning. So most of the time. Technology wins sometimes. So sometimes most of the time it just wins. pops up and just says, would you like to translate? And mm -hmm. then you push English. Yeah, MF. -er, oh, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, I didn't get it. I thought I almost had it. I didn't. Uh, but yeah, if it doesn't do that, then usually you can like do the right click thing and then you push translate to English. No, I'm I'm my right click is not doing nothing. My right <laughs> click is a failure. I'm sorry. Did you hold down uh, right click? Maybe try that. Well, what about this button right here? Oh, I bet this button. So I bet this is English somewhere, but I don't know what. I can't read it because it's so. Who knows? Sometimes you can also go up to where you type in the um, where you type in the address, and there's a yeah. little there's two little. Uh, 
Oh, like letters well, up there. oh, that that's it. There's my jam there right go. there. <laughs> Boom! Look at me go. Thank you. Walked through it live on air. Live on air. I got it. Now I can read all these Russian articles. I've always wondered what you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Just bookmark Rustag. Start reading their articles now. So what was what, what was space what was space theory? Uh, there was one way uh, a quote was translated that he basically thought they don't want to pay him while mm. they're not wrestling in Worlds or Olympics. They said basically they can still find a spot for him uh, doing mm. things. Basically, maybe probably just getting a less, little bit lesser check. That was a theory. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure if that if that's true or not. It is surprising to see he's been the head coach for – Two Olympic cycles going on three, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and obviously has had very good results. So, um, part of space theory too was that, um, guys might be transferring. There was the way something was translated or worded that, mm. um, I can't remember exactly what it was. I didn't see it in this article. Maybe oh, man, especially with there being no. I mean, I feel like there's no light in the tunnel for the. The Russian athletes to to compete, you know. I mean, there's not even like there's not even any discussion or any talk. And man, if they don't get in there by next year, then they're kind of screwed for 2024. So, yeah. you know, to a certain extent, like these guys got. And if they if they sit out a year, then they're really screwed, right? So they better get going. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Uh, it's not up to Diev. There's nothing he can do. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. But yeah, maybe they're saying. Um, you know, not everyone is logical. Maybe all these people are leaving, and this guy's saying, "Hey, you're not doing a good enough job keeping them happy or keeping them or whatever." Mm-hmm. Something to that effect, right? Yeah, I had seen um, Getzalov was like the uh, rumored next, next coach, guy up. Next guy up. But it'll be interesting to see if any big names transfer in December. That's kind of like the the window, the transfer window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and really I mean, the first. First few months of the year to see if Russia gets back in before uh, continentals are usually in like March, April. So yes. that's kind of the the story to follow over the next six months. Is Russia getting in? Mm-hmm. Whether or not they get back into Worlds or Olympics, Abdul Rashid Sajilayev, the notorious pound for pound best wrestler in the world, currently is stepping back onto the carpet. Mm-hmm. Coming up shortly. Uh, He's facing a Belarusian, um, Alexander Gushin. I don't really know anything about him, but it's basically just a, uh, here, look at our show pony event. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is notable. He hasn't wrestled in a long time, so, but he's just going to go out there and beat this bum. Man, I think he's beaten him like seven times um, (laughs) in the past. So Uh. this poor guy just gets to wrestle Sajulayev again. Um, Yeah, Hush is pretty good. I don't think he's ever medaled at World, but I think he's uh, he like always places at Euros. Um, he in the rankings? He might be like 15, 16, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, he's always always kind of like in that 10 to 20-ish spot. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is this is a part of the like Podubny League, and it's like a feature match. So it, it'll be a somewhat of like a mini Russian Nationals where they'll let guys from Russia and Belarusia um, enter, or Belarus enter, and um, 
it'll be like eight to sixteen man brackets. They were trying to get, I think they were trying to get Yazdani, um, maybe somebody else, uh, Amuzad, in and like pay him eight thousand to show up and another eight thousand to win, uh, but they they declined uh, in fear of um, like consequences from UWW. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's crazy. What they don't, they don't want money. They don't like hard rap. No, well, this is this is interesting too because uh, the French me, so I love money. Yeah, bro. I love money, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, Iran's league is. I think they're gonna pay um, Yazdani like twenty five grand to uh, to wrestle in the Iranian pro league. So they're they're still getting paid. Yeah, look, I'm just saying I would there's wrestle still the German pro league. I remember that grand. was a thing a while back. That still exists or no? What is? The German, German Pro League? League? Yeah, that's going on. That's going on, that's going on right now. That's going on right okay. now. So, nice. yeah, there's they wrestle. I don't know how they get some of these guys because they get a lot of really good wrestlers in it. Um, so I don't know where the money comes from. But there's like four different divisions, and they wrestle over a period of like one or two months, and there's a ton of matches, and a lot of the guys are guys I've never heard of. They're just bums that they it's, throw It's out. like weekly, I believe. I actually looked yeah. into wrestling when I was uh, a competitive athlete, and I think it was like, I want to say they paid you on a weekly basis, like every match you wrestled and you would get paid. Okay. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seemed like, I think it started maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and guys have wrestled between you know three to five matches. Um, nice. There hasn't really been any interesting matches yet, but it'll come towards the end. There'll be some, some cool matchups. Nice. Elsewhere in the wrestling world, Mami Shvili said that Russian wrestlers are getting drafted now, which is not great. Not ideal. Including an Olympic gold and another Olympic medalist. However, they're working to get exemptions for them. So although they were like officially drafted, sounds like they'll probably You would think that that's okay. something that they would that Russia would definitely give exemptions for. Yes, you would think so. <laughs> mhm. So, I wouldn't be too too worried about it, but it is notable and a sign of uh things that are going on over there across the pond. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, now let's get into the main segment for the day. I like the segment. The fun. best guy. I like. To, I also like to call it the uh, who are we rooting for this year because mm-hmm. these guys. <laughs> these guys are easy to root for. They are the best guys in the field who have yet to all American. Um, Kozak and I mostly Kozak put together um, some a handful of names um, at each weight that we could talk about and kind of decide maybe who we think is the most most likely so to all American this y- year. If they're younger, did you leave them off the list potentially? Yeah, um, mostly pick guys who have wrestled in like at least one or two, or at least two um, NCAA tournaments, or at least one, I guess. But yeah, if they're freshmen, like we don't really have a, yeah. a game. Well, for like Caleb Smith, for example, at, uh, you don't have him on the list, and I don't believe he's all American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the other part of it was whether or not they've beaten former All Americans. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd have to see if. I don't know if Caleb Smith has a bunch of wins overall, Americans or not. Um, but yeah, he was. I think he's the highest up at 125. Okay, not on the list. Yeah, and you can pull up the rankings uh, tube in there. There's a link to him, and 
if you see anybody that was left off. These were just kind of initial big names. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like also you guys have Robbie Howard as a junior eligibility wise, and there's got to be no way that's true. Uh, uh, we just go off of Penn State, like the official team what roster. The says. Sure, sure. Yeah. Right. So, and I don't, Penn State still isn't updated, and he was a sophomore on it yeah. last year. There so, should legit be a column that says years of eligibility left. Behind does years that. Years of eligibility left. Oh, they do? Yes, they do. Smart school, <laughs> EAWA, engineers. Oh, that would solve so many issues. I think that's that's the only school oh, that I have yeah. seen do it. Yeah. Okay, they, also does... pro- they also, well, a lot of schools are probably like, I don't really know for this guy or this guy. And, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes hey, you, you get a retroactive red shirt or something. So, yeah. Why does Lehigh have FY for freshman? I've never seen that in my life. Freshman uh, year? I know. But why? Yeah. I, 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 I freshman year, maybe, but that is weird. Huh. Probably some other smart, smart people thing that I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Malik Hines, for example. He's a senior with sophomore eligibility. <laughs> Tremendous. Yeah. Same Lawrence. Bu- going to have a bunch of Tommy boys. Freshman eligibility. There's a bunch <clears throat> of these dudes. Jake Logan, senior, sophomore eligibility. Connor McGonigal, same. Wow. Russell Stat tries to do it by their, their eligibility, too. Oh. So that's, that's what I'm putting in the doc now so we can, we can reference that. I think it should be it should be your like first four years and then if you repeat for a fifth year, if you wrestle for a fifth year, you should be considered like a senior senior. A graduate in, my, or in, my, in my opinion. Double senior. Like it, it shouldn't be your second year as a starter and you you still get to tag as freshman. Yeah, but I I like freshmen denoting I if the red shirt, I like the the freshman denoting that they're you know, it's their first year of competition essentially. Because then if you know if you just went by year, then when they red shirt they'd be listed as sophomores and that'd be kinda weird. Yeah, well, no, I I'm agreeing with oh. you that I I want to know, like I think it should be noted when it's a guy's first year of eligibility and like if you get an extra year, then it's all right. Here's your bonus senior year. You know, mm-hmm. bonus. Hey, um, when did I miss? Did I miss Evan Harrison to Lehigh? I don't recall us talking about that. Um, man, he. I, I can't remember if we mentioned it, but he's been everywhere. He he is, everywhere. he is the true wrestling nomad, in my opinion. Yeah, That's, <laughs> he, he ain't wrong. He's been a lot of places. I bro. counted it up over the summer, and he it was like, <laughs> it was like eight or nine. He's been at eight or nine different spots. Definitely been in Wisconsin. He was at Campbell. Uh, I know Campbell. I saw him. He was working with. He was working at Rudis. Uh, when yeah, I was there. Ohio State. I think he was at NC State for a short time. Um, man, he was NYC RTC yeah. Yeah. for a little bit. Um, he was a lot of places. Yeah, he's collecting all the Infinity Stones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Let's talk about the list. Break it down. One twenty-five for us, Kozak. Yeah, one twenty-five. Um, you got Matt Ramos coming down from 133. I don't know. Ramos, Ramos. I think it's Ramos. Ramos. Okay. Sorry. Look, I know it's Tony Ramos. That's spelled the same way. But it's Ethan Ramos. That's true. That's true. (laughs) It's going to take a long time to get through. How can you tell (laughs) the difference between a Ramos and a Ramos? I don't even know. Yeah. I need accents or something. All right. So 
No, um, we will not make any progress. So <laughs> we'll just, we just talk about bullcrap all day long. So he was. So what's your favorite Ramos? Oh god. <laughs> How about Ethan Ramos though? Doesn't he have a brother at Rutgers? Haven't or no? Ethan Ramos? I think so. There's also Evan, isn't there? Yeah, it's his right. brother, I believe. All right, Ramos, Ramos, Matt. He was round of twelve in 2022. He's got wins over Rayvon Foley and Lucas Bird in the past. He's uh, good. I think he's an All-American. Yeah, uh, Joey Prada. He's a senior. Round of twelve last year. Past wins over Lamont, McKee, Diagostino. And then you got Malik Heinzelman, four-time national qualifier. He's never won more than a match at NCAAs, but he has passed wins over Patrick McKee, Sam Latona, um, Eric Barnett, and Michael Diagostino. He's kind of got the best resume of the bunch. And then finally, you know, a certain round of 12 last year, his only All-American win is over Sam Latona, I believe. So... Those are the guys. Sam Latona was taking some L's early last year. Sam Latona yeah. had a rough go last. He pulled year. it together. He pulled it together, but a <clears throat> little bit. Yeah, between 125 and 133, you'll see like a lot of the guys have beaten Patrick McKee. Also, <laughs> um, he takes, he when, takes uh, some losses. Only on dude. the front side, though. That's, that's right. When I interviewed Egum, actually, he, he made that comment, and it made me laugh. He was like, "Well." When we got when we put McKee out there, we just got to tell him he already lost. <laughs> so he wrestles like he does on the backside. Yeah, yeah. I think. Oh most... my gosh, guys! I nope, you were wrong, Kozak. What? I went to the chat. We got some smart guys in the chat. Fy is for first year. Oh, okay. First there was, year. I didn't yeah, see but... any freshman non-first year though. I think there was. was. I gotta go back. There was an fr. I thought so. It was a little blurry. I was only looking it up on that uh, screen. Yeah, that would make cool. sense, but then there should also be some, like, FRs in there, or RFR for... Oh, my gosh, for I forgot Tate Samuelson was there. Yeah. You're right, I don't oh, see yeah. any FRs. They got some, so. they got some transfers this year. They're, they're yeah. a solid team. Good solid team. team. Okay, sorry, back to 125. Uh, I'm obviously cheering for Noah Certain because he's a Mizzou guy. And he did make he made a lot of progress um, between two years ago and this year. Um, and Malik Heinzman is another one where it's like, dude, I, I would love to see. I'm not partial to him, but I would mm-hmm. love to see him get over the hump. I feel like he's gotten a little bit better every year. I feel like the first year he came out, he had kind of was kind of getting his butt kicked everywhere, and now he's mostly competitive, but uh, still maybe not that good. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because as I was going through this, and especially with him, Malik Heinzelman, I'm like, man, he's he's gotten a lot better over the, over the last few years. He's beaten some really good, some you know, good guys. He's got the best wins on the list. But then once he gets to NCAA's, it's like he uh, he doesn't have doesn't have a good performance, and even his you know even yeah, his losses. Last year, okay, hold on, let me push back. Last year, he lost to Taylor, Taylor Lamont and Eric Barnett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barnett lost kind of early-ish, if you remember correctly. Um, so that's kind of like two two really good guys, and then the year before uh, he lost to Robbie Howard, which maybe you could say, I, I think you could say that's a bad loss. But then Foley somehow lost early on the backside, and he lost to him. So um, yeah, I mean, yeah, your statement is true, but he's he has kind of ran into some tough guys on the backside. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would put Barnett and Foley as like top tier guys. You know, like 
Yeah, but it's not like. But if you're in the second round of wrestlebacks, you're hopefully facing someone who's like. Yeah, I guess. Eighteen ranked, or you know, some something like that, like a little lower. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But I don't know. It's those are the guys you got to. Those are the guys you got to beat to be an all American, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but so no, I like. He's gonna make some progress. Yeah. The other thing. So the other thing put at the top of this list is how many all Americans are in the field. So there's already eight all Americans, uh, you know, former. In the field at 125. That town ain't big enough for the all of them. Yeah. If you want a new one. Yeah. And then, um, and then you got Spencer Lee as the uh, the only only NCAA champ. So it's a it's a it's a tough tough field. Um, Another one that's pretty tough um, in there is Terry Kenya. I feel like he could you know sneak mm-hmm. in there. He, he really he's very kind of up, up and down. down. Um, so obviously high upside has not been able to put it together at the end of the year so far. Yeah. To quote Kevin Dresser, he's got to get tougher. Got to figure it out at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. if he can, um, high ceiling. To your point, he was one in seven the last eight matches. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's why maybe I remember him. And if you're, gonna, if you're going to be good at the beginning or the end of the year, I would select end of the year. There you go. That means he was like though. 17 and 1 because he only had eight L's last year. Yeah. Yeah, Terrakina yeah, at one point was like cracking top cause... 12 in the rankings, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe even top that... 10 and then fell pretty hard. Before he started his losing streak, he had wins over Cardinal and Mastro um, so, and Liam Cronin. So he was mm-hmm. looking real good. Hmm. Mm. All right, maybe he can turn it around. Damn, but the year before he had the same kind of thing where he lost a whole bunch of matches at, at the end of the season. So who knows if they'll figure it out. I think maybe. I like certain of this bunch too. I'm with you, Ben. Um, Matt Ramos kind of went bonkers at NCAs, which was cool, but he did take some pretty questionable losses early in the year. I feel like certain's maybe a little bit safer bet in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I'm interested to see Ramos Ramos at 125 rather than 133. See what he looks like there. I know Matt Ramos, but who's Ramos Ramos? I don't know him. I don't know. That's what I'm just going to call him. <laughs> um, Remember there was that guy from uh, Valiant, I believe. His name was Ramon Ramos. Ramon, yeah. Remember him? Where'd yeah. he go? Did he go to Arizona State maybe or something? He was tough. Yeah, I think so. All right. Let's move up to 133. 133. This is, man, Mickey Phillippe, four-time national qualifier, three-time round of 12. Listen to these wins. Dayton Fix, Austin Gomez, Corbin Myers, Tariq Wilson, Luke Pletcher, Ethan Lezak. Three-time round of 12. Mickey Phillippe. Damn, Mickey Phillippe. You better get on the podium this year. (sighs) Yeah. Three-time round of 12. He he might be the easiest to root for yeah. in the entire field. That, that's tough if you go four-time round of 12. Yeah. I mean, some of those wins are, I think, from the 2018-2019 season. Mean, well, if we're talking Austin Gomez at 133. Yeah. yeah. It's been a minute. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, you feel like you feel like he's a guy who should be an All-American by now. Um, after him, you got Ragason. Round of 12 last year, beat Lucas Bird, Chris Cannon, Rayvon Foley, Patrick McKee again. Um, Brody Teske, he's got some some good little wins. Um, 
His round of 12 last year, round of 16, 21. Uh, wins over Drew Hildebrandt, Sam Latona, D'Agostino, Brandon Kaler, Taylor Lamont. Um, oh. And then you got the uh, Ohio State freshman in there as guys to watch out for. Hey, I got a quick update for you. A quick update? Of update. course. Apparently, Ramon Ramos is Mikey Ramos. He uh, wrestles at Arizona State. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. So now we know. Boom. <laughs> um, I, uh, I really like Philippi. I hope he gets it done this year. Wait, you said no freshman. I got distracted by Mikey Ramos. I didn't hear you try I to throw no freshman. Just... in here. Well, I, that was here. my that was my rule, but JD he lives his life. Get him out of here, JD. By a different set of rules. Well, we're talking about most likely to uh, you know AA this year. Could I thought put... we were talking about people who we like because they you know they're they've been in they've been in scrapping and they just haven't quite busted through yet. And a little this, a little that, a little salt, a little pepper. <laughs> Uh, you're a piece of work there, JD. Wow, eleven returning all Americans seems like um Yeah, I guess they kinda go deep here, huh? Well, cause you got Latona and Lamont coming up from twenty five. Like, all American a couple of years ago. And then you got Vito has coming in. All American? Who? I don't know how to say his damn name. Yeah, it's Kolioko. <laughs> uh no, I <laughs> I think I had him in the original one and I and I I don't know how he got out of here. Yeah, but... why'd you take him out? Well, let's look at his wins. Has he beaten any All Americans? Uh, I'm uh, I'm looking it up. <laughs> I was riding for him last year, and yeah, kind of it ended up kind of backfiring. Yeah, okay. and in the in the chat, let us know if we miss anybody. Because oh, he lost to Lucas Bird in sudden victory. Come on, man. Lucas Bird is not a bad loss. It's not a bad. That's oh, okay. No, he did That's beat Chris it. Cannon. He beat Chris Cannon. In the past, oh, yeah. Andrew Hildebrandt. No, that's a good, it's a good. Uh... Yeah, let's put him in there. Okay. Let's... No, I, th- I think yeah, I think there's a good chance he all Americans. I would like to see him in Philippi. Ragusan, I, I could see him all American for sure. Um, he was ranked very highly last year for a while. Teske, do you actually think they're going to start Teske? I would assume so. Not Shriver. I mean, I mean did, they, did they bring? Well, so obviously, okay. Here's what I know. I can tell you this for sure. Teske was out. Teske was leaving. I don't think it was like uh, Iowa recruited him. I so that's what I'm saying. Is like, did Teske try to go to Iowa because he thought maybe that was a spot he could fit in, or did Iowa actively pursue him? Um, and you know, because if they didn't actively pursue him, if he just said, "Hey, I'm going to show up at Iowa," maybe Shriver's better. Maybe Teske's not even going to start. I don't. I'm not sure. We haven't seen Teske yet. 33 yet, mm-hmm. but based off his results at 125, it seems like he would be a better option. And he doesn't have a red shirt, I believe, to use. So no, I don't think he does. It, it would be a strange move to go to transfer into somewhere where you didn't feel comfortable you weren't going to be the guy, in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, again, what not all college kids make super logical decisions. Let's True. see. Shriver, Shriver had a solid year last year. So um, he lost. He, I mean, he only lost to mostly good guys. Uh, he mm-hmm. lost to DeSanto, Bird, Cannon, uh, Foley, and then the one kind of maybe not so great loss is a Braden Palmer. Um, yeah. he didn't have any like really good wins. Like Biscoglio would have been a solid win for him, but that's probably the the best win he had. 
I would say. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not totally sold that Teske's going to beat uh, Schriever. Um, I'm not trying to dog on Schriever, but I, I think, yeah, maybe. I'm just. I mean, listen, you're close to the Iowa program. You know, you're an yeah, Iowa boy. Tes- Teske's, Teske's my dude. Dodger country. Teske's Let's ride. Dude. Fort Dodge, stand up. Fort Dodge, stand up. Teske getting it done. He, it's going to be tough, but uh, he's my he's my guy at 33 this year. Making the podium. All right. You got Kozak. You're, pro- you're probably going Ragason, huh? Oh, so yeah. Can we, say, can we say none of the above? Because there's, obviously there's already 11 All-Americans. There's a decent chance that none of these guys right. are actually make. Yeah. Man, that would be tough. That would be tough for someone like Philippi. They're not All-American. Look, a lot of people are talking about Dayton Fix possibly going, having the ability to do four-time runner-up. Four-time runner-up. Which is 12. tough. I think four-time runner-up. <laughs> that would be brutal. It would be worse. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Has there been a, a four-time round of 12-er ever? Uh, not I, that I, would, I know. Not that I know of, but man, there was, I'm sure a, you can check the books. You don't, you don't, that's a stat you don't want kept, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I won't look it up for just out of respect. <laughs> uh, I don't think I, – I, yeah, I don't think so. I know that, I know a few three-timers. There was someone uh, last guys, year who was – who Taylor close. Lujan was like one or two or maybe even three-time round of 12 and then didn't oh, get to wrestle his senior year. He was two. But was he was someone from, from Lehigh. Um, Taylor Lujan went round of 16, round of 12, round of 12, number one seed. Yeah, I know Sue Flone was something similar also uh, out of Nebraska, but I, it wasn't four. Um, Where's the chat at? Oh, okay. Yeah, the chat needs to help us. Um Benz was a three-time AA, or sorry, three-time round of twelve. The Ted said, but he also did get it done. So, yeah. Benz is huh. uh Benz is funny because he All American first, and then went yeah. round twelve, round twelve, round twelve. All right, one forty-one. What do we got, Kozak? One forty-one. Got. Alan Hart, uh, three-time. Let's go, Alan Hart. National qualifier, round of 12, Oh, he's been so close, too. He's been so close in those round of 12 matches. Wins over Michich, Carlson, Willits, and Lucas Bird. Um, Andrew Alirez, who I missed. J.D., you put this in here for me, so thank you. Um, round of 12. Uh, yeah, bear down, Kozak. One time for me. <laughs> he's two and zero. I don't against, know if you know, but hibernation is over against Hart. Um, what what all Americans has he beaten though? Andrew Lee, uh, Chad Red, Clay Car- Carlson. Has he, has he beaten Carlson? I think we lost to him last year. Yeah, I remember he lost to him. Yeah, he beat him once. Lost to those him. uh those Big Twelve one forty ones love to just like beat each other. Just, yeah. Yes. Um, They're not easy to rank, let me tell you, as someone who had to do it last year. Yeah, Aliris feels like a guy. Oh, he's got a couple wins over Milner in the past as well. Um, yeah, he's tough. Yeah, you feel like he's gonna he's gonna be a guy. And then you got only four All Americans in the field. This is wild compared to a few of these other ways. Yeah. Yeah, four All Americans and zero NCAA champs. Um so yeah, we'll see a lot of new All-Americans this year. Uh, yeah. Ryan Jack, 
Dylan D'Amelio, Frankie Telshahar, Casey Swiderski. Let's go. That's a, that's a JD. And then you got you got uh, Christian's boy, Bo Bartlett. Um, also Wyatt Hudson, mm-hmm. question mark? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he transferred into Oklahoma. I don't know. WrestleStat has him at 133, but he wrestled 141 last year. I don't know exactly what uh, what the plan is for Henson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Jack was one I had included originally, but I think, like, his best – like, he's so notable because he almost beat um, Ironman last year. But mm-hmm. I don't think he had any wins over uh, over any All-Americans during the year. But you feel like he's a guy who could could make a jump, get on yeah. the podium. I mean, yeah, yeah, this is the way it's probably the most like we've talked about it before, but the definitely the most open. Uh Hart, man, if there's I think if there's one guy I cheer for, it's him. Uh he lost in overtime at NCAA's last year he lost in overtime to Willits and Carlson. Mm-hmm. Uh which that freaking sucked, you know. And then the year before, if you remember in the round of twelve he was he was beating Chad Red and Chad Red came back on him and beat him eight seven. It was it was really sad. Yeah, there's unfortunately a few Missouri Tigers or you know fortunately that who could break through for the first time. But Missouri yes. could have had like a way better NCAA tournament last year. They had yeah, I mean guys so Mock was round twelve. Mock Hart was Hart, Hart lost earlier last year, but then mm-hmm. uh, certain was round twelve. And wasn't there one more? Was it maybe Elam, um, the heavyweight? Zach, Zach Elam. And then you had JQ's. He lost, I think he lost two overtime matches. He loses all overtime matches, though. Well, do you remember his one, though, was to Luan, where all he had to do was ride for two, two seconds? And oh, he, he I it. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it, shows you, it shows you how much better they could, you know, they could, they could be this year if those guys break through. I have December 19th and 20th circled on the calendar. Collegiate duels, Iowa State and Penn State going to be there. I need to make a bet with Christian Piles on the Swiderski-Bartlett match. Oh, do it. Yeah. And then party all over his corpse when (laughs) Swiderski wins. Whoa. (laughs) Pretty extreme there, J.D. So what's your what's your preseason prediction for uh, for Casey Swiderski? For Casey Swiderski, I'm no, thinking. I mean, tell me, talk for JD. He's going all the way <laughs> to the top. That's no, the I, I think, and especially at you know a weight like 141 pounds, at least round of 12, if not all American. Okay, at least round of 12, if not all American. Fair. I, that's, that's fair, JD. You're actually fair. I didn't really expect you to be fair there. I thought you were gonna. You know, I want to pull trig on saying podium year one. I mean, okay. If you think okay, I got a, I got a tough question for you guys. Ready for this tough question? Mm-hmm. Pretty much every single year in the last probably quite a while, we've had at least one true freshman do really, really well. We're talking like top, say top four. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably even. It's probably even higher than that. But I wanted to be. I wanted to be safe in my prediction. Um, who of the true freshmen is going to do it this year? Odds on favorite is going to be Swiderski. Is it or, or Mendez Buzakis? I think 141 lends itself mm-hmm. to be more suitable for a true freshman than 33. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a guy like Mickey Phillippe, 
going possible four time round of 12 yep. because of all the talent at 133 pounds. There sure. was a mass exodus at uh, 141. 141 it really of, of wasn't top that talent. Great. Well, it really wasn't that great last year besides the top couple. I mean, you well, had the, it ended up three. not being great. A lot of guys got hurt at the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seabass. But you Ironman, had Seabass, Ironman, Nickley. Yeah. Um, I'm probably forgetting. forgetting For a while a there, guys. it was like Michich was in there too, but he didn't prove to Yeah, be he didn't pan out quite mm-hmm. like we thought. And freaking Keyshawn Clark, the finalist. Yeah. He, he graduated as well. Um, so. I think for me, okay, I'm, I'm looking now at the top 25. Um, there's really, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go top thirty because there's there's one guy that's a little lower, which even you didn't redo these ranks at the end it would have been higher. Uh, I'll go four people, okay? Bennett Berge, if he goes 184, so I can't guarantee that, but I think he goes 197. I think he Peter. said his plan is to redshirt, so okay. I think he's gonna. Dang it all, uh, Mitchell Messamrink, which yeah. I he might I think be he's also redshirting. Yeah, Levi Haynes. Yeah, that that that's a possibility. I didn't leave. I'm gonna go leave. Haynes actually. I think. You gonna make a bet on it right now? A Levi Haynes over Skoderski. Like yeah, if if uh, one gets on the podium and the other doesn't. If Levi Haynes actually wrestles, yes, I'll make that bet. Yeah, of course. If he doesn't wrestle, okay. it, it's void. Yeah. All, All right. right. What, yeah. what do we What do we want to do? Taser bet. Taser <laughs> bet. I should have brought the taser into the office. I got it in the car. <laughs> Uh, come on, keeps that thing on him. What for the homeless people? Are they that aggressive now? Yeah. <laughs> Depending on where you go, at times. Uh, we can do what, like fifty push-ups throughout the course of the show. Post uh, right. post NCAs, on air. All right, deal. All right, deal. On Virtual air. shake. <laughs> George Camillo, George Camillo, uh, someone. What was it? Wasn't it George D. Camillo though? First mm-hmm. of all, but he was round twelve, round twelve, round twelve, and then took second. Okay, that's pretty good. On a solid note. Yes. Mickey okay. Phillips. Yeah. What about could uh, be you? Johnny Julius? Did he ever All American? He was. I no. feel like he was always close. Mm-mm. Yeah, he he was similar, but round of twelve a couple times at least. Hmm. All right, 149. Kozak, what do we got? Not um, all Americans in the field. Before we move on, I, there was uh, there's somebody oh. there was somebody else at 141 uh, that I want to talk about. Oh, Sammy Alvarez, he's at 141 this year. He was really one. he was really good um, for a period at 33, and I felt like he just couldn't make the weight anymore. Um, so I'm interested to see him up. At yeah, he had that really good scuffle 2020. <clears throat> I think it was. He was the overtime with RBY. I think he's got past wins over Mickey Philippi, um, a couple other guys. And also, uh, I want to see uh, how Carter Young looks um, again this year. Um, yes, that's one that we were kind of expecting more out of last year and did not have a great year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, but 149, um, Max Murin. He's another guy, four-time, four-time national qualifier. I believe three time mm-hmm. round of twelve. Kind of crazy, he's never got on the podium. Yeah, I missed him the first time through. Um, and all these, not all these guys. A lot of these guys were denied one year where they maybe could have done it. Mm-hmm. That is true. Twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah, 
But now, yeah. okay, but so those guys, if they're if they're still competing, like say so you, you say a Taylor Luhan, like that was his senior year and very clearly his best year. But these guys who have now mm. had multiple competitive years since, like I don't really feel bad for them that they missed that year because it's like, well, yeah, you no. get another shot. Like those seniors that year, like yeah, you know another one, a buddy, good buddy, Tristan Moran. Yeah, you know he was ranked like what eight or nine or seven or someone mm-hmm. running NCAAs, like. You know, he doesn't get another shot. Some of these other dudes, they get more shots, and they just haven't been able to. And it wasn't a uh, true. It was a true theoretical, not peak. Could have been. Oh yeah, theoretically, yes, correct. The- yeah. But theoretically, you would still continue to get, maybe not always a lot better, but at least slightly better. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, Max Murray and his win list. His hit list include, includes uh, Yaya Thomas, Ridge Lovett, Dylan Duncan, Mitchell McKee, and uh, Grant Willits. So that's just some pretty good. Not quite as good as like Mickey Phillippe, but that's a that's a pretty good win list there. Yeah, uh, man. I know this is not in the the thing, but I feel like Brock Mahler is a little bit being overlooked. Uh, I know he had one bad tournament last year, but he's red turning, so maybe he's who knows how he was. Fully tr- oh. I'm an idiot. Oh, okay. Two time, right? Do you mean in the rankings? Yeah, because uh, he's ranked number. Uh, nine. I, did, I did mean in the rankings, but also was, I was thinking for this uh, segment. But yeah, you're right. It's not. Yeah, got it. I'm I'm uh, glad he's more. I'm glad he's back in at 149. Now I put your boy in here, Ben. Oh, real brutal. Brutal. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, um, probably, you know. He's coming in ranked pretty high. Who's ten. what's what are his best wins? Don't worry about it, Kozak. <laughs> but he's ranked number ten. <laughs> I'll look it up. All right. Well, while you look that up, we have Anthony For the Ar- homeland. Anthony Artelona, Italia, two time round of twelve in twenty nineteen, all the way back twenty nineteen, and then again last year, twenty twenty two. He's got wins over Zach Sherman, John John Milner, and our boy uh, Tyler Meisinger. He also beat him. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. So we'll go. Uh, I, for Colin, now, I would say. I would say fine silver, Deegan. Oh, he really shouldn't have lost to uh, my man, O Bartlett, uh, in the first round. NCAAs. He was winning the high majority of that match. Josh Edmond, who I know kind of fell off. Ooh, he lost to G Feller twice. That's really unfortunate. Lossiani. Oh, yeah. Vin, no, Vin Hill. Dang, he really didn't have that many great wins, but he, I mean, he did come on at the end of the season pretty strong. Um, the other thing for him that I think uh, of note would be that, you know, you look at someone's progress and like he was like he was like bad bad at Brown his first year. Um, WrestleStat has him at number one thirty six wrestler at the weight class, you know, and so obviously he showed significant improvements since then. Yeah. So, let's do it. Okay. I still think Mirren's probably the most likely here. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's big odds on favorite. I mean, one fifty-seven. Is, is there a chance that no one? I mean, I think there's. Of course, there, I would bet oh, yeah. no one versus. Yeah, because that that top that top group is really solid. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you add the in top, Mahler. top four. Yeah, yeah. All of the top nine are past all Americans, and then of course you got you got Yanni and like you said, JD, who's breaking. Who's breaking in to where you don't see the top four All American? If you know, if Ridge Lovett, Austin Gomez, or Sammy Sasso did an All American, I'd be pretty surprised. Right. 
There's some good names on this 157 list, though, Kozak. Yeah, 157, Jared Franick, Ed Scott, Josh Humphreys, Caden G. Feller, Jared JQs. Um, and why did, wait, Jared Franick is All-American. Why is he on here? Yeah, he is. Take him All off. Right, I'll take him off. So there you go. Ed Scott, Josh Humphreys, Caden G. Feller, Jared JQs. Ed Scott, round of 12 in 2022, wins over Austin O'Connor, uh, Quincy Monday and Caleb Young, uh, Josh Humphreys, three-time national qualifier, two-time round of twelve, wins over Peyton Rob, White Sheets, Caleb Young, Hunter Willits, Quincy Monday. Josh that's Humphreys. a really good. That's a really good top <laughs> two right there. That's yeah. That's that's pretty good. Um, and then you got G Feller, who was round of twelve last year. Originally, they said he wasn't coming back. Now he is. Up at. 157. Also, don't forget, I believe he has dad strength now. Is he a father? <laughs> I, I think so. Yes. Yeah, but okay. I think he is. Yeah. Congratulations, Caden. Um, welcome to the club. Uh, he has wins over Jaden Abbas, uh, Jared Dagan, and Nick Lee. Um, remember that one? Was that Southern Scuffle, I believe? Mm-hmm. And then Jake Hughes. I think his only uh, win over an All-American is, is Frannick. Um, but like we said last year, man, his close losses were, were. Uh, I think he lost in overtime to he only Luan was. and uh, Doug Zapp, uh, both overtime losses. Two guys. Yeah, I think, I think the top two on there are pretty, pretty clear favorites. Mm-hmm. Ed Scott was so good last year. He had a tough. He's one of those guys where you look at his draw. Who did he lose to? Um, he got. Didn't he get well? The, it was the Rob. It was the Peyton Rob that he got oh, pinned so quick. Yeah, yeah. Pinned, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, Quincy Monday and Peyton Rob. Those were his. Yeah. His uh, NCA losses. Some would say he got robbed. Hmm. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No idea. I can't make those jokes. <laughs> Two guys I would at least at least worth mentioning maybe. He had a down year last year, but prior to last year, I think he definitely would have been up here with these guys. Uh, Kendall Coleman, KC State beat. He uh, four-time NCAA qualifier. I feel like he kind of regressed a little bit last year and mm-hmm. yeah, fell apart sure. towards the end, especially. Yeah, um, he was a beast. Was it? I feel like maybe it was prior to maybe prior to Corona. Oh my God, that was a long time ago. Uh, didn't he have some wins over Caleb Young and stuff? Probably. I, I like the sound of that. We can, we, we can roll with that. I can't well, I'll remember. Go, I'll go, I'll go, I'm going to go look it up tell you. He definitely got pinned by Caleb Young at Midlands. 0-4 against <laughs> Caleb Young. But he oh, has... really? So Okay, so he beat he beat Will Luan that year. He beat Frannick that year. Okay. Uh, let's see, who else? David Carr. Yeah. I don't know why, but WrestleStat has 2020 doubled up right now. It's really strange looking. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> look at that. Every result you can see twice. It's really strange. Um, Justin Thomas is a solid win. Yeah, I mean, he's got... Uh, here's the match. I said, oh, it, we got pinned in freaking overtime. That's the match I was thinking of at Midlands. Okay, the Caleb Young one? Yes, he got pinned in overtime as well. And then he lost 4-3 the next time. Yeah. Caleb yeah. Young loved beating people 6-5 to five and 4-3. to three. <laughs> um, he, got over, he got a win over Peyton Robb. Yeah, I mean he he's tough. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if he he was hurt last year or what, but if he can get back to that that he's second to Deacon really in the Big Ten's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, never, never really regained Pur- his form. Purdue was hurt as much as any team uh, by not getting to wrestle that year because they had a couple guys who were really poised yes. to make the podium um, that didn't get the opportunity afterwards. Another guy worth mentioning, he made the blood round last year. New home this year, uh, DeJon Casto. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he went to Pitt? Yep, he, trans- he transferred to Pitt. Um, so maybe he could, if he made the blood round last year, he can get a little extra bump from from his new home. Oh, yeah. He beat Austin O'Connor last year at, uh, at NCAAs. Yeah, but yeah, that, was, a really good win. that was hobbled. Yeah. Austin O'Connor, but then, o- then O'Connor still came back and beat yeah. um, beat Humphreys, I think, in the round of twelve, mm-hmm. which is pretty wild. Ooh. But yeah, it it it's got to be Ed Scott the pick here, or or Humphreys. Humphreys is mm-hmm. arguably the best top wrestler, maybe not in Division One wrestling, but mm. he he's freaking mean on top. Yeah, one sixty. 160- um. 65, I feel like we shouldn't even bother talking about it. Yeah, 65 is so deep. Really it's like deep. So... Yeah, and then the guys that are <clears throat> are after that, it's like only Julian, Julian Ramirez has beaten anybody in that, that top tier. Um, so he's kind of the clear the clear favorite. He's got pass wins over the Shane, Shane Griffith and, and Cam Amin. So you feel like you feel like he's a guy who could – who could get on the podium? Yeah, as I go down the list, there's no one that I'm like, oh yeah, that dude's gonna bump up. You know, mm-hmm. and you'll get number eight. Number eight's Peyton Hall, and seven's Carson Karchla. And you're like, damn, those dudes are freaking. Good. They're good. Yeah. They're really good. Like, who's gonna sneak in here? And I look at the list, and I'm like, uh, yeah, you got, you got, you got Pat Kennedy, um, also, and then of course you guys have uh, given me a hard time about picking Alex Facundo to All American. Yeah. I don't see that. I can't see that one. Not in folk style. That's going to happen. So. <laughs> it's going to happen. What? <laughs> no. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I made a pick, and I'm just going to stand by it now. You have to. I have to. It's better be an idiot than a coward. <laughs> yeah, this, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 65 is so awesome this year. Um, but we think Quincy Monday might might drop, maybe. We'll see. Oh really? One sixty five is still awesome. Yeah. Wait, isn't Quincy Monday wrestling at the All Star at one sixty five? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um one seventy four. Uh Peyton Mako, three time national qualifier, round of twelve, twenty twenty two. You got Mickey O'Malley. Uh Round of 12, round of 16, Hayden Hastings. Uh, round of 12 last year. And then Rocky Jordan, two-time national qualifier. Round of 12 in 2021. Let's go. I think Rocky actually has the best wins of this group over Poznan- Paco, Poznanski. Paco, totally shown improvement, though. And maybe I'm biased here. But yeah, <laughs> he, he consistently got better uh, round of 12 last year. And I think there's some guys he can definitely – pick off in the field you know uh he was beating dustin plot and kind of blew it in the match mm-hmm. for one um demetrius romero who knows if he'll make it through the year canigliaro um i think my guys being fathers in this field demetrius romero might be a grandfather okay. <laughs> at this point for real that's yeah 
He's old. Hey, I'm riding with the AWA, the Missouri Tigers. Let's go, Peyton Mako. Yeah, let's go, Peyton Mako. Wait, isn't Jackson Turley in AA? You guys had him down here at like 30th. <laughs> he was, right? I'm not... he, he struggled bad last year. Dang. How do you go from all American yeah. to rank number 30th? Like, that is. I want, we should do a stat on, on lowest ranked someone's ever became after being uh, all American. Well, he only wrestled, what, six matches? Mm-hmm. He was three and three um, last year. So, yeah, I think he was injured. Probably. I mean, um, he couldn't beat anybody. One would, one would assume. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. No, I reached out to um to Rutgers because I did their, their lineup look and they said yeah he was banged up at the end of last year but he's he's healthy healthy and hungry i think were the words that uh they used to describe jackson turley healthy and hungry there you go i would also be shocked if we see soldano get rolled out there because pause has a red shirt oh we're mm-hmm. talking sorry i'm think i'm already jumping to the next weight jump in the next weight class mm-hmm. Rutgers 174 184 it's all jumbled up in my brain 184 Nine All Americans returning. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I really with that, like though, Trey. Oh. Trey Munoz. Yeah, he's. I mean, wins over Truex. Um, he beat Jonathan Lowe last year at NCAs when Lowe ended up getting on the podium. So yeah. you feel like he's a guy who. Yeah, another one like Hunter Boland's all the way down to 11. And, you yeah. know, he's obviously been on the podium before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a weight where um, really past the top top three, but then Romero has been pretty solid at number four. But Coleman has taken a few L's. And so kind of down past that, you got a bunch of guys who are like, you know, really good. I mean, kind of way different than, let's say, I said 165 or like, Donnell Washington at 17, I feel like he's good. Adam mm-hmm. Kemp at 22, I feel like he's good. You got Whitlake, who's been All-American before, at 24. Um, so some really like strong guys. Sean Harmon, at, he's an honorable mention. He's had some really big wins uh, last year. So kind of interesting field there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's deep. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely going with Trey Munoz. Yeah. Is it is it deep or is it shallow? Well, like, like I'm saying, like even, it, it's evenly matched, you know, through the that's yeah, yeah, through whatever the, the four very the very top portion. Island one would be shallow. Island two, very deep. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. One ninety seven, uh, nine All Americans in the field, one NCAA champ. Cam Caffey, so close, so He's close. Been close, and he's got some wins. Max Dean, Greg Bolsek, uh, Michael Beard. Lucas Davis and Gavin Hoffman, Taylor Vance, Jonathan Lowe, Ethan Smith. It's funny some of those guys are two weight classes different than them now, or or at heavyweight. Um, yes. Cordell Norfleet, four time national qualifier, round of twelve and round of sixteen, wins over uh, younger Bastida, Stephen Buchanan, Jake Woodley, Greg Balsek, Kyle Connell, Ethan Smith, uh, and then you got Tanner Sloan. Three-time national qualifier, wins over Woodley, Elam, Davison, Bolsick, Coleman, Lowe, Jacob Warner, Eric Schultz. So I'm cheering for Cam Caffey, but he really has not shown a ton of progression. He was around 16 in his, his first year, and then you know he was kind of really good during – I feel like during the corona year he was really good. Maybe it was the year after. Yeah, it was the year after. Mm-hmm. He had some really big wins. And then last year I feel like he was kind of like good, not great. 
I think he started. I think he started really rough last year, and then he beat Max Dean, and it was mm, like, oh, yeah, that's true. okay, and then kind of went back down. But yeah, yeah he's my, actually maybe I'm looking. I'm looking pick. at his uh, 2021, and it wasn't nearly as good as I thought. He had a win over Michael Beard, um, but not really too much besides that. So maybe it was, it was two years before that at 84. Beat Assad, Braun Nagel, Sebastian, Assad mm-hmm. again, Braun Nagel, Benz. That was the year. He kind of had a bunch of good wins here. Uh, Who are you cheering for here? Bronigal is another guy worth mentioning. Yeah. He's coming up from 84. Up. But he, he made uh, Blood Round last year at 184. He has good wins like Marcus Coleman, Caleb Romero, Taylor Benz. Um Max Lyon, so he's definitely a guy who mm. could make some noise. There's a lot of a lot of parity at this weight. After I feel like mm, the top eight, the top eight is still going to be really tough to crack. Um, but yeah. the next, like all these guys, I feel like mm. could beat each other. There's not one that really sticks out. Maybe Caffey. Maybe the highest ceiling of the bunch. Yeah, I think it's Caffey. Lowest floor, highest ceiling. So, I'll ride with Caffey. What would you give uh, odds on Max Dean repeating as a champ this year? Man, we had the, me and Christian had this debate earlier. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because it's one of those where it's like, well, you feel like he's close to everyone, so the chances that he loses are, are high, relatively yeah. high. But then you know, Christian's <laughs> argument was, Somehow he always find he and that team yeah. always find a way to win those close matches. So yeah, um, yeah we we debated that for a while. Didn't we say against a field it was like fifty percent? Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. I think Christian might have been a little higher. Okay, but if you're saying Maxine repeat right now, it's it's like. Fifty percent, because it's like there's no one guy that you would pick in against him head to head in a match. Like you say, him versus Jacob Warner. Right. Okay, I think Maxine wins. Him versus Buchanan, you're gonna pick Maxine. Him versus Elam, you're gonna pick Maxine. But yeah, I like Bernie Truex. I want to see him. Oh, Truex, that's a good one. He's gotten. He seems like he's gotten better every single year too. He's so tough to take down. Like yes, man. Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out Cal Poly. Shout out. All right, last weight. There's only one at <laughs> 285. It's our hero, the American hero. Yes, hero. Wyatt Hendrickson. <laughs> yeah. His only uh, All-American win is over Jordan Wood. Damn it. But he was, uh, he was so close last year, round 12. Or no, he was round of 16 last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, round of right 12 the year before some- that. He was. Um, I like Big Slav too. Big Slav. Big Slav. You like Big Slav. That is a great. That's a great <laughs> nickname. Big Slav. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta call him that. Um, yeah, I do like Slavikuski as well. Yeah, he's got past wins over. He's a what if too. We we haven't seen him. Yeah. Well. He past wins over Orndorff, uh, Lucas Davison, Gannon Grammel, Josh Hokett. Um Luis Fernandez was really close last year. Um, also, Slavkuski's only um, complete year, we didn't get to see him wrestle in the postseason. 
So yeah, I'm not saying he was a shoe in AA 2020, but I'm not. I wouldn't fight you on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Spay loves Big Slav too. He's a big, big Big Slav fan. Like he was poised to win CKLV 2022. Come in, take the ship, beat Gable, yeah, and become the greatest heavyweight <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, now we're being funny. <laughs> no, for real though, Slavikuski, uh, really solid, and I think a good shot at making the podium this year. Yep, it's coming in rank number five. Let's so, go, Big Slav. On him if he doesn't. Should we get to some questions? Let's do it. I already asked you one. I like the the Draymond Green thing. I don't really know. I don't really know, but I did see the sucker. And I yes, I did think it was a sucker punch. Now he did walk straight at him. He, he did. The, he did get shoved first. Yes, but I think the problem is like who is expecting someone to throw? These are not the rules. A Superman of punch in practice. Yeah, in basketball, the rules of engagement aren't you get to punch each other. That's not the rules of engagement. True. Out of line. Um, I would say it happens not with frequency, but like uh, wrestling practices by nature get very chippy. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh yeah, I've seen tons of fights in the wrestling. Yes. Um, Absolutely. I will say I don't think I've ever seen a Superman punch quite like that. But the Superman punch, well, so uh, I guess you're younger than me. I was going to say, uh, you know, before uh, I got out of college, like the Superman punch wasn't a thing. Like that became a thing because of MMA. Mm-hmm. So like why would anyone have super punch, <laughs> Superman punch anyone, you know? Right. Like, that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Fair yeah. foul, asked Tyler. I think it was still pretty foul. Big foul. Yeah, for you, sure. you, you, you can't be Superman punching your own teammates. Your own teammates, no. yeah. Not your own teammates, definitely not. But do you know who Draymond Green is? Uh, a basketball player. I saw the punch. <laughs> That's the only so, time Ben watches basketball is when there's punches involved. <laughs> All right, to the questions. From Sam Cooper, DJ Hamidi was a guy that impressed me a lot last year. Where do you all see his trajectory and say placement-wise over the next three years? Well, unfortunately for him... Hmm. 165, very deep, and it's going to continue to be very deep. Now, Shane Griffith will exit the weight. Um, David Carr will exit the weight, but one guy named Keegan O'Toole will still be there. Hmm? He's about two years. Who? David Carr, right? This is the last year. Yeah, he's got two years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And the other thing about Hamidi... Uh, and I've said this about a lot of people, but in, it, it could change, right? you got to be smart enough to change it. But he he wrestles a very unique style. So the first time through, um, it can definitely surprise people. And if he doesn't evolve, um, then people may start you know picking up on some of the things he was doing, like the little uh, the little shoulder push, ankle pick thing. Like that was that was pretty unique, and I think he got that quite a bit. Um, but once once you felt it the first time, you're ready for it. Maybe it will not be as effective, but maybe he can put something else with it that can make it, you know, make it mm-hmm. still good. I don't see him climbing too much higher yeah. this year. Maybe, yeah. maybe he is like pretty fifth. diverse on top, which is, um, I mean, that's a really good thing for him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I mean, when you've got three more years, mm-hmm. I'm not predicting NCAA champion. You could definitely see, you know, making a finals. Mm-hmm. In there, yeah. three, four. 
So, yep. Has there ever been a guy who's like so far ahead of like the round of 12 to, you know, qualifier, but still like in the mix of third through fifth, you know? Yeah, I, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's kind of like a, a little bit like a David Taylor, Kyle Dake situation where you watch David Taylor kill someone that Kyle Dake has a super close match with, mm-hmm. but then he just can't get over the hump of Kyle Dake, you know? I mean, obviously, the, a little, little bit different, but kind of the same philosophy is like if if Hamidi's better than someone, he's gonna, because of how good he is on top and the pace he wrestles, yeah. he's going to be a lot better than them. Like, they, they're not going to stay close, probably. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, then you get in a situation where the guy is at equivalent skill level and he has a hard time getting to some of the things he wants to get to. Yeah. All right. From our friend Rich Perez, what offseason acquisition will be the biggest difference maker for a team in the hunt for March? Mm-hmm. Hunt in March. That's a good question. What are, yeah. our, what are our options? You're looking at – if you're looking at, like, the top teams looking at trophy placement. It's probably Does Real Max Woods. Dean still count? Real Woods. Max Dean doesn't count. It's this this off season. Okay, this off season. All right. Hmm. Was our I friend Rich? Woods. Was he trying to um, get us to give some love to his brother? Probably. He transferred <laughs> to Arizona State. Yeah. Tony. Oh. Tony that, guy. that 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 is a big one, no? Because Arizona State will be in the team trophy mm-hmm. yeah, Arizona race. They and... picked up a few of them. But yeah, I like. Who's the other one that Arizona State picked up? It was um, Montalvo, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, let me pull up the transfer tracker here. Transfer tracker. Come Did on, not JD, come prepared. I didn't come prepared for, for this question. Um, I'm looking through. I'm looking through the weights, and there's <laughs> not. There's not a ton of. I think we kind of hit the best options there. Yeah. For as much as people thought the transfer thing would be, the portal would be crazy now. It's like this. Two years ago, it was a little bit crazy, but this year, it's like I'm looking through the top of these rankings. There's not tons of people who are in the portal. Yeah, Beard was a big transfer, but oh, there, there's a good one. But... And Lehigh, um, they, they had a couple nice transfers, but even with their transfers, you know, like they're not a team that's super, super in the hunt for a trophy. Come March, although if you're looking at, you know, cracking top 15 or something, getting a boost, they might be the team that improved their NCAA placement the most. Mm-hmm. Um, with it, Rocky Jordan is also going to be a nice bump for Chattanooga. Um, Oklahoma had a good transfer portal, I thought. They picked up 10 Oh, in, I got in a good one. Nine house, yes. Uh, Cal Poly, they got they got a whole bunch of dudes. They ah, got yes. Uh, okay, so they got Rotundo from Wisconsin. Um, because Rotundo and oh, Berwick yeah. both lost, left when uh, what's the name came in. They got uh, Demas, uh, and then I think there's one more guy they got, but Demas and Rotundo are both pretty solid. Uh, who am I thinking of? I'm trying to look through the roster. I thought there was one more. They, they got signed up. Uh, let's see, Adam Camp a couple years ago. Um, no, maybe I'm. I, I think can't it's just find those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I was just thinking the the red shirts. All right, another question from okay. Ben Randolph. I think this one's for you, Ben. What oh. is most likely to happen this upcoming season? Yanni loses, Spencer loses, Gable returns. Oh. I think uh, we're looking at not very likely those three happen, but or Ben wrestles at Midlands. 
I told I did, <laughs> oh, I got a confession to make. I told Sinclair Mulvaney, they both won Super Thirty Two, that I'm wrestling in Midlands. Oh, so, and I'm rooting for a Super Thirty Two then. I'm cheering <laughs> against them. You got to be giving them uh, bad advice in the finals. Bad advice. <laughs> Is Gable Stevenson the biggest retired too early in wrestling history? Does anyone else come close? Yes. For sure. Kale gets mentioned as retiring early a lot. I mean, the other thing you could say, I mean, Henry, obviously, uh, you know, Henry did make that small comeback, but he never really like came back, you know, in full. Um, Henry's also Olympic run was like, I don't want to say an anomaly, but. Well, yeah, he was ranked like 20 something. Yeah. Gable, it's like. He could have won and or at least medaled every year for a decade. For a very long time. Assuming he's healthy. I mean, the other one uh, that I was thinking of, too, and he, he didn't lose to McCoy in 2000, but uh, Stephen Neal was a world champ in 1999. And then after 2000, he went to um, uh, he went to the NFL. How long did Lee Fullhart stick around? Forever. I okay. lost his ass in like 2005. <laughs> something he, he just seems like a guy who was always kind of like right there just couldn't quite crack through though yeah, yeah. he was around forever did some, i i had thought um carrie mccoy left college with another year but was it somebody else kevin randleman was it randleman okay yeah all right i believe the year of eligibility left All right, Jason Hildreth here. Okay, so the new rules about Richards getting to compete attached for a few events. If they lose a match, do those losses count on their overall record? So if this has been answered already. To my knowledge, it is not because I can't tell you for certain that they will. I feel like they would. Um, should. But this is a good question, though, because... Is, um... Well, but then do like... So let's say you compete attached in a duel and lose but let's say you compete unattached at an open and win do those other matches that you competed unattached go on your record like like it is now where if you compete as a red shirt unattached but then your red shirt gets pulled all those matches go on your record yeah, uh, this is a great question. Um, and I don't know. I don't have an answer. I would say just, I mean, I would say the ones that you wrestle attached should count, but yeah, I don't know the answer to this. It, it seems like that should be the case, but then with the current rules, the way they are a nice flex, that like it seems like it shouldn't, like it that they would be, that all matches yeah. would be. So I, I don't know for sure. Good question. Jason. I honestly don't remember um, what this is even referring to, Kozak, so maybe you can refresh my memory from Kyle Bracky's Sweet Tooth. Referring to yesterday's episode, Kozak needs to be careful mentioning Harvin Marison's government name. All right. Well, it came up in the NIL stuff because I was mentioning all like the kids of former stars who were getting paid. And I didn't know this, but apparently ESPN does not mention his name uh, because he's an alleged, um, alleged murderer. Oh, who? Marvin Marvin Harrison. <laughs> what? Only alleged? Only alleged though. I don't know. The I, wide I receiver. Just, I just clicked on one thing, so that it, I don't know. Are, if you're thinking of the Indianapolis Colts wide receiver, that is Marvin Damn, Harrison. That's what I'm thinking of. That is Marvin Harrison. 
Yeah. Yeah, he has it in here. Maybe he didn't want to say the word, so he flipped it around. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He just flipped the M and the H. Mm -hmm. Did From... Marvin Harrison get shot? He was shot when someone robbed his house. Do you see uh, the football player, Ben, that was shot several times several weeks ago and then came out to many men this past weekend for the Washington Commanders? No. That's pretty badass. Dang. He was literally shot, like, I think six weeks ago. And was so Marvin Harrison, I, I, I'm going to read this, this sentence, okay? I'm sure this is all very entertaining to Tyler. Um, Nixon to, says Harrison unloaded two guns into the man's car and kept firing as the men sped off. Authorities questioned Harrison about the 2008 shootout that occurred outside of a car wash he owned. Ultimately, no charges were filed. Hey, doesn't ESPN player. employ um, Ray Lewis? Yeah, they did. But they won't say this man's name? That's weird. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> anyway. Enough with football and murder. Actual cannibal. We're moving on to robbery because we're moving on. Oh my to god! Theft. I love that we're ending the show with this. This is this is a great question. Somebody stole Dayton Fix's four-time state championship banner from the high school he attended in Oklahoma. If someone stole your banner, would you be upset or flattered? I think a little bit of both. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what's someone really going to do with the banner, though? Because you know if they got it, you're like, you hey, can't well, you can't like, show it off. Yeah, where'd you get? Where'd you get that? You know, like they're probably going to throw it in the garbage, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Did Dayton Fix create some enemies? Yeah, he's beaten. Was it one of his former opponents? Maybe had to be. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're flattered because we would not be talking about Dayton Fix winning four NCAA titles or four uh, state titles right now unless somebody stole his banner. You know. Yeah. Did Dayton Fix do this to remind us all he's four. that he's a four-time Oklahoma State champion, who I also believe never lost. Yeah, four-time undefeated. I don't know how many times that's been done in Oklahoma, but I can't imagine it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And on that note of <laughs> murder and assault and theft, I think we're going to get out of here. Taco Wednesday. Taco Let's go. Wednesday. Tomorrow will be Super 32 Thursday. Oh We're going to have David Bray on the show, high school expert, to preview the biggest high school wrestling tournament of the year, Super 32. And maybe he'll convince us that Ben might have to wrestle at Midlands. See you all tomorrow. <laughs>